Hey guys, you're listening to Melody Schumann Breaks It Down. My name is Melody Schumann and I'll be your host for today. This is my 10th podcast episode and today we're going to be talking about edutainment. Now this is something that I coined back in the mid-90s. I pulled from my experience uh, working at Disney and integrated edutainment into my ability to teach children martial arts on the mat while also making it fun. And this concept carries over to being a great parent, being a great teacher, and uh, any other coach for that matter. Anytime that you can make learning fun, you're going to get much better results because let's face it, when we're working with kids... Kids' number one priority is to have fun because when they're having fun, they're happy and it's the best way to help them learn. And when we talk about education, whether it's being a parent, a teacher, or a coach, what we want to ask ourselves is how can we make uh, learning fun while also integrating some type of education or helping establish good habits? So let's talk about things that typically are not fun in different areas of children's life. So let's start about let's start talking about uh, what's not fun at home. Uh, two things when you think about what's not fun at home are homework, right, and chores. So if you're a parent here, let's talk about some strategies on how to just make those two uh, typically boring things a lot more fun and how we can integrate entertainment, sorry, uh, into those two particular areas. So let's talk about homework. When you think about homework, uh, ways that you can make it fun is in the environment that they're doing their homework in, okay? So when you think homework, think environment. So let me give you a couple of examples. Instead of having uh, your child do homework at the kitchen table or at their desk uh, where it, you know, represents the work, right, and it's not exciting, you're not going to get the best results from them. You know, you're going to have those children who naturally love to do homework. I was one of them. I love to learn. But a typical child, when they sit at the kitchen table to do their homework or dining room table or they sit at their desk in their bedroom, uh, their mind is going to wander. It's not very fun. So what are ways that we can change the environment to make it fun? Well, uh, they can make a fort or a tent. Think about it that way, especially for your uh, early educators. Uh, having a really cool tent where they can sit in there, um, or they can make their cool little fort in their room and they can sit in there. Uh, for your uh, preteens and teens, you, you can even have them uh, sit in mom and dad's car and listen to music while they're, while they're uh, doing their homework, as long as they're productive. Uh, other things you can do to make the environment fun for homework is instead of having them do it at the kitchen table every day, uh, take, let them go to a park and do their homework. Uh, another idea is really thinking about sensory integration, uh, taking them to a candle store and letting them pick out their favorite scents. Um, and also letting them pick instrumental music. Uh, even if their favorite band is 21 Pilots, I'm sure there's got to be some type of instrumental version of 21 Pilots uh, out there available in iTunes or somewhere where you let them pick, hey, this is the scent of candles I want to uh, have in my room while I'm doing my homework, and I'm going to have this instrumental music playing low in the background. So that's edutainment right there. It's making homework a little bit more exciting. It's thinking outside of the box. Uh, obviously, this is, isn't something that you have to do every day at home, uh, but it definitely does mix it up, especially when they're stuck in a rut, right? That's where really where edutainment can come into play and get them back into that consistency. And I came up with this idea because my son 
who's almost two years old, he's not really big on me reading books. He's got, you know, ADD already. So we'll get to the first or second page and he already wants to grab another book or he wants to go play with his drums because uh, just sitting down and reading is not stimulating enough for him. So I came up with this idea by buying him a little tiki tent and uh, at night uh, when we have an opportunity for me to spend some time reading a book, we'll sit in the tent and we'll uh, turn on a special lamp and I'll read him books and he pays attention a lot more that way. Uh, he also likes to do forts in the living room. So we do a lot of really uh, cool forts and with sheets and blankets and that's when I take advantage of the opportunity when we make those forts, I get books out or I'll get a learning app from his iPad and we'll sit down and we'll play those to help him learn so it's making learning fun and then let's talk about uh, obviously chores for kids chores are not fun uh unless you start them off early like my son absolutely loves the sweep he loves the vacuum he loves to wipe things down uh, i think getting him involved in doing chores at an early age and making it exciting and being patient with him uh, makes them embrace and accept chores a little bit more so if you're not getting him involved early enough then you're going to have bigger struggles uh, as they go as they age so here's some ideas on how to make chores fun. When you think chores, think games. Make it fun. You can have a race against the clock. You can say, okay, Johnny, you got five minutes. Let's see if you can clean your room in five minutes. Or let's see if you can uh, sweep the back patio in five minutes. And, you know, if you jump in this race, it's going to make it even more fun. Where you say, listen, Johnny, you're going to clean your room. I'm going to clean my closet and we're going to see who can get finished in the next 10 minutes. Now, obviously, sloppiness is important. So uh, if, you, if, you're slop, if you are sloppy, then it doesn't count. You have to go back and redo it. So making it a race is a lot of fun or saying who can do the best job. So say, Johnny, you're going to make your bed. I'm going to make my bed. Let's see who does a better job. Uh, so healthy competition uh, with games, uh, that makes chores a lot more fun than just telling them, hey, you need to go make your bed. Hey, you need to go clean your room. Another way that you can make it fun is you can hide a prize somewhere in the house. And it doesn't have to be like a, a, a big prize. It could be, you know, a pack of stickers. It could be uh, a, a little piece of paper that says you get to pick the movie night tonight or you get to pick the dessert or you get to pick what we're going to eat and hide that in like a little envelope. And after he completes all of his chores, say, now you get to go find your prize for today. So again, this isn't something that you have to do every single day. This is something that you can integrate into your family, uh, especially when your kids are stuck in a rut. So edutainment for at home, uh, things that are typically boring. So we, once again, if you think homework, think uh, environment, change the environment, they get stuck in a rut. Um, if the chores are become boring and they get stuck in a rut to add edutainment to it, uh, make it a game. Let's talk about uh, if you're a teacher, what are some activities or what are some things that uh, our kids typically find boring in school? Um, well, a lot of kids don't like to read. So if you're a teacher and you think reading, think challenge. So what you can do is you could say, for example, if everybody reads quietly for the next 10 minutes, the chapter that we're talking about in the book or whatever reading activity they have, then we'll play a fun game of Simon Says after that. So challenging them to be quiet helps them uh, develop that habit, right? Because uh, neurons that fire together wire together. So the more that they get in the habit of reading and being quiet, uh, the, the better they will be at it. So integrating some type of challenge into this activity, it makes it very entertaining because they have something to look forward to at the end. I'm a big, big proponent of rewards uh, when children have good behavior because I also believe that the more habits they have um, when, they're, when they're utilizing good behavior, the, the more they're consistent they're going to be with it, right?
And then, of course, let's talk about activities. You know, sometimes kids don't like to do their learning activities during class. Uh, so what you can do is when you think of activities, think of choices. Give them choices uh, to have when they do that activity. So, for example, uh, if they're doing like 10 math problems in the next five minutes, you can say, well, you can pick. You can start on the first problem and work your way forward, or you can start on the, the last problem and work your way back up. So even just giving them a simple choice like that uh, makes it a little bit more entertaining. Um, or you can let them sit somewhere else in the classroom. So you could say, hey, you know what? We're going to do these math problems now. And what I want you to do is I want, to pick, I want you to pick wherever you want to sit. So everybody can go ahead and switch desks. You can sit next to your friend. Just remember, we got to follow the classroom rules. Uh, but that makes it exciting, too, because now they have a choice. I'm choosing to sit over here. So now I'm more intrinsically motivated uh, to do my math problems. It's kind of entertaining in that way because now they're happy about where they're sitting. Um, or again, if you have them picking, if they're going to work from their problems forwards or backwards, uh, that's a lot of fun. Or what you can also do is you can tell them, hey, listen, if you guys, if everybody gets this activity done within the next 10 minutes, then we'll have a vote and you guys get to pick which game we're going to play in class. And of course, one really fun classroom activity, like I said, is Simon Says. Kids just really love that activity, uh, especially if they win and you let them be the one to do Simon Says next for everybody else. Uh, the other fun activity, obviously, is Heads Up, Seven Up. So when you're thinking, if you're a teacher at school, a couple of things that kids typically find boring is reading or activities, a way to integrate uh, edutainment into that for reading, make it a challenge. Uh, if it's an activity, get them involved in a couple of choices. As a matter of fact, just kind of as a side uh, note for sports athletes, and we're going to go into this in, uh, next too, but if you're a coach or you're a martial arts instructor, choices work really well for your, your activities. Um, let me give you an example for martial arts. In, in our program, kids really don't typically like to do forms. The average kid, you know, you got your anomalies who are going to love to do forms, but you know, forms can be tedious and the repetition can become boring. So one way to get kids involved in wanting to do their form uh, and with more excitement and a great way to edutain them is to let them pick how they want to do their form. You can tell them you can do your form backwards. You can do your form in slow motion. You can do your form speedy as fast as you can. Uh, you can do it blindfolded. You can do it holding weights. Uh, you could do it in cadency, syncing with a partner, uh, doing your form together. And when they pick how they want to practice that activity, they're more excited because it's more entertaining that way. So let's talk about some other ways to integrate edutainment into uh, sports activities. So if you're a coach or you're a martial arts instructor, uh, let's talk about two things that uh, kids typically find boring. Well, uh, one of them is exercises. And one of them are your, you know, your basic drills, right? So one way to make exercise a lot more fun is to integrate neurobics. And basically neurobics is making them think while they're doing their exercises. So if you think about a kid doing just 10 push-ups, counting to 10, well, you know, the mind can wander. They're not going to be as excited about it. Their brain isn't really uh, getting involved. And one thing that neuroscientists talk about is exercise is great to kickstart your brain. And if you can kickstart the brain while also integrating some thinking activities simultaneously, you in initiate what's called electrical spikes. And this is the amount of neurons that really start firing to get the brain going so that you can get involved, in, um, so that you can continue your practice uh, with more focus uh, and more alertness to the activities at hand. So exercise, think neurobics. So for example, uh, instead of doing 10 push-ups, 
Uh, counting to 10, you could say, all right, we're going to run through the alphabet. So we're going to go A, B, C, all the way up. This is a lot of fun. Or you, instead of uh, counting to 10, you'll have them take turns. So, uh, I want Johnny, you're going to count, but you're going to name 10 superheroes. So, you know, he'll say one, Batman, two, Superman, three, Spider-Man, four, Iron Man, all the way up to 10. So that makes it really exciting. Uh, for the younger kids, then you can name like 10 fruits. So you could say, uh, Johnny, I want you to name 10 fruits. So one, apple, two, banana, three, orange, four, watermelon, all the way up. So uh, this is integrating aerobics because now your brain is actually starting to think about another category while they're doing exercises. And even though maybe Johnny is the one who is counting by fruit or counting by superhero, don't think that the other kids who are participating in the activity aren't thinking in their head, what superhero would I say? Or what fruit would I say? And what that does is expands the brain. It expands all those, uh, there's uh, neurons firing through the brain, right? Again, as neurons fire together, they wire together. So that's how you increase students' level of alertness um, and focus to the task at hand. And uh, obviously, this benefit can carry over at home, too. So parents, if you want to do some at-home exercises with your kids, neurobics is one of the great ways to go. As a matter of fact, I do it with my son when he's brushing his teeth. So we count the 10. Sometimes we'll do the alphabet, uh, even when I'm changing my son, because my son does not like to get his diaper changed. Uh, he doesn't like to uh, for me to change his clothes. So when I get him ready or get it to lay him down to change his diaper, I say, okay, what song do you want to sing? Um, usually it's the alphabet or it's Mommy Loves You. Uh, or, of course, he'll say 21 Pilots, and I'll say, okay, what song do you want me to sing? Uh, so, you know, I'll, I'll sing some chords from that. And it redirects uh, his attitude, and it makes changing a lot of fun. So uh, integrating new aerobics back to the topic uh, if you're a coach martial arts instructor into your exercises. It's very entertaining and it has a lot of underlying benefits as well. And then let's talk about, you know, your typical drills. You know, you're, um, if you're, for example, a baseball coach, one of the typical drills may be uh, passing and catching. Uh, in martial arts, it may be a drill where you're using a floor drill, where you're kicking down the mat and punching down the mat. You know, obviously children have to pound through that repetition in order to develop muscle memory and also develop technique. Well, what you can do is you can make it fun by using a little bit of trickery to get them started. Uh, so saying things like, on your marks, get set, goose, or go-kart, or gopher. And what that does is it, it, it loosens them up a little bit. It gets them excited. And, and you know, when you say, okay, we're going to do this drill, a lot of times the brain will probably jump to the part of their mind where they're thinking, oh, this is boring. And what you want to do is you want to kind of trick their mind back into having fun. So using that trickery on your marks, get set, goose, don't go, go for go kart, snow, anything that sounds like go, uh, gets them laughing, gets them having a good time, and then, you know, they forget you know, that they were, that this drill is boring. And then of course you can always integrate some more neurobics into that drill as well. You know, so while they're uh, doing their floor drills uh, down the mat, instead of counting and doing five kicks down the mat, they can name five fruit and you can let them pick which category they want. Uh, or you can provide them categories depending on their age. Um, the same thing again, if you're a coach, if you're doing a passing and catching activity, uh, they can pass and they can say a superhero and go back and forth and um, see how many uh, superheroes they can name going back and forth. So again, edutainment is making learning a lot of fun and it takes, uh, it, it takes something that's boring and makes it exciting and it also helps them develop good habits. So things like 
chores can now become uh, something that they look forward to and get excited about or warm-ups they can get excited about or doing their homework they can get excited about. Think about it. If you're driving Johnny home uh, from school and Johnny goes, Mom, I have about two hours worth of homework. I'm so bummed out. And you say, you know what, Johnny, let's do this. Let's go to the mall. Let's go to the candle store. And you can pick out your favorite set candle. And then when we get home, we'll go to iTunes and we'll download. You can pick out what kind of instrumental music you want to listen to in the background. So while you're doing your homework, you'll have this nice, good smell, scent. And also you'll have this really cool music to help inspire you. So think about how much more excited Johnny's going to be about doing his homework. Or if Johnny says, Mom, I've got a lot of homework to do, and you say, tell you what, when we get home, we'll turn your bedroom into a fort, and we'll get blankets and sheets, and we'll make yourself your own little private homework cave where you can sit down and do your homework in there. So again, this is integrating edutainment. It's making learning fun. So this is Melody Schumann for Melody Schumann Breaks It Down. Again, our job, my focus and priority is to help children become better versions of themselves. And this is just one other great strategy to help you accomplish that. I hope you guys have a great day. Thank you so much.